Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. As always, if you don't know by now, you better ask somebody. It's your boy, DJ Billy A, a.k.a. Bill LL Cool J, a.k.a. Billy Ray Cool J, a.k.a. Bill Bill DeVoe. And across the way from me, actually in the same room, which is nice, I'm enjoying this, is my man, 50 Grand. Get on your microphone and tell him who you am, my friend. What's going on, what's going on, y'all? It is your boy. Savage O'Malley, a.k.a. Big Skis, a.k.a. Old Dirty Savage. Yes. A.k.a. Suckerfish Sav. Yes. A.k.a. The Oracle. Yes, absolutely. Amongst other names. Manny, hey, you saw I came in with my AKAs today. Nice, very yeah, nice. I did. I don't do that very often, but I was feeling it today, boy. Uh, you know, something funny as I remember, uh, obviously, but uh, so a couple years ago, a year and a half ago, when we were uh, uh, doing a. Uh, my dad's thing, like his remembrance or I forget memorial. Memorial, yeah. And it had all the family in town, all that stuff, right? I run into, uh, you know, Woody Country, yeah. And because uh, he's there and he's family, and he's like, "Oh shit, what's up, cuz?" AKA, <laughs> he just started going off, <laughs> off. My AKAs are. My cousin was looking at him like, "What the fuck?" Like, and I'm like, hey, man, if you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. If you know, you know. Apparently, you're not listening if you don't understand what yeah. he's doing right now. And uh, I'm not very happy with the fact that you're not listening. Yeah. Did, did Benjamin just call our older cousin Suckerfish? Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. Sleepy Hollow? Yeah. The AKAs go on and on and on. Well, it is amazing to be back. I am so glad to be here uh, because it is, uh, it is becoming more increasingly difficult to make this happen more increasingly difficult yeah i mean to put it mildly man it just seems like whenever we set this up to try to make this happen it's like life is like ah ah no you're not it just throws whatever shit it can in our way and i just want to 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 the 209 pod squad listeners out there i want to apologize uh, you, you know, the, the New Year's goals episode is always, uh, I think, speaking for myself, one of my favorite episodes. I know that you look forward to it as well. I never want to speak for you, Savage, but uh, one of my favorite episodes. And I got to apologize because we weren't able to get together. So we recorded that, you know, via FaceTime. Yeah. And everything that could go wrong did go wrong during that. I mean, the phone, the call dropped twice in the middle of the recording. Well, to be fair, you know, like... We're, we're, it's a catch-22. Yes. We want to put together the greatest product we can. Yes. The other side of that is we hate missing because people look forward to it and they get mad and, you know, not mad, but like, they're like, hey, where's, where's the, the episode? episode? Yeah, absolutely. Right? I get What's that What's going too. on? So, I, we, you know, we, it, it's, it's, it, you're caught in between a rock and a hard place because you want to, you want to put these things together and you, we love doing it. We enjoy doing it. We want to get it in. 
right? But then like, we've talked about it, life happens and then on top of that, on top of just life happening, right? Us in California are now dealing with something we haven't dealt with in like 15 years, which is this thing called weather. Yeah. I don't know if you, you know, if, if you're outside of California, you remember it, but in California, we haven't really dealt with it. And it's very clear that California hasn't dealt with it because if you look at the state of the, the, the state right now, right? Like we had, I would, it was, it was a pretty heavy January. I'm not going to lie. It was heavy with rainstorms for us, for us, hundred yeah, absolutely. And, Man, internet was going out. People couldn't keep the power on. There was an Im immense amount of rain. There's potholes everywhere. Like Roads the infrastructure closed. of the, yeah, yeah. Trees like it's down. very clear that yeah. we were not prepared for any type of weather. No, oh, absolutely not. Not and, like that. And, and so we're trying to get this in, and and then on top of that, people are sick. We've talked about COVID's running rampant again. Like sure it's tearing is. people up, right? I didn't get it, but Justin had it. You know. Other people have got it. Family members have had it. Like, yeah. so we're dealing with all of that thing. So we are sorry. Yes, I am very. That, you know, Bill, Bill's, Bill's a perfectionist. He wants it to be perfect. I'm not sorry because I'm like, at least we tried. Yeah, yeah, we tried for sure. <laughs> I would say we failed, but we tried. No, the no we didn't fail. The episode's out there. We didn't fail. Mother Nature failed us and technology failed us. I just, for me, man, I, I get that people are excited for the episode and they, they're looking forward to it. And I fucking appreciate that. But uh, from here on out, and I know I said this before on another episode, if we can avoid doing that, I would, I just, I, I, the energy's just not the same. You and I are stepping over each other because I can't see you. Because in order to get the best sound out of it, I've got to hold my phone right up to my mouth. So it's not like a FaceTime call where I'm looking at you and I'm able to vibe off your energy. The whole time I'm holding the phone right up to my mouth and I'm trying to talk as clearly and as loudly as I can so that I come through for the recording. In my bedroom, it sounds like I'm yelling. My wife's like, why are you yelling at Scott? And I'm like, I swear I'm it's not. Great call. It's, yeah. it's a great call, Amber. Yeah, it's just what it I'm sounds like. Yeah, And so, I mean, it's, it's, so I don't see you. So you go to talk and I go to talk at the same time and we're stepping over each other. Instead of vibing off of each other and feeding off of each other and and getting the, the energy that we're getting here and now and actually having a real conversation, it feels just more forced. So I'm just gonna let everybody know now, for me, if if uh, if we can avoid doing that, if it means missing a week, we miss a week, but I would much rather have, especially that episode, the goals episode, I would have much rather have waited and done it in person because that's just a special episode and it, it uh, it felt it just didn't feel like it was as good as it could have been and, and and again maybe that is me being a bit more of a perfectionist but uh you know if we were just talking about a rock movie or like you know or what whatever like a tv show or something i wouldn't have sweated it as much but that's a big episode every year for me it's like one that i really really look forward to and it was a bit disappointing to not be here doing it but you know what man shit happens and, and we it was what had to get done so we're here now it's uh it's great to be back i'm glad to be here and doing this. So you're telling me you're glad to be here. I am. Oh, hell yeah. yeah absolutely. 100% glad to be here. And a little weird because we started later. I'm actually uh, full, which doesn't happen. Usually I come in here hungry, raring to go. We do some episodes and we eat. Right, check it out. My wife was on her way to a, uh, a potluck for her local theater group that she's in. And she made seven layer dip. And I told her, I said, hey. Look, if any of that's left over, bring it home. And she's like, what do you think I'm going to do with it? And I'm like, well, you know how people are. They're like, oh, I'll take it. Let me take some of that home. And next thing, I don't get any. So before she left, she goes, here, I made you some separately, and I'm going to leave it here for you. So you know what my fat ass did. I ate the whole thing before I left and came here. So I, I had the tortilla chips and seven-layer dip, and it was delicious, but it's very weird to be here now with a full belly. Because normally, like, I slap a protein bar in my mouth and a diet soda, and I hit the road. And then come the time we get through two or three, I'm, like, starving. So to come in here with a full belly is, is crazy. And I'm also already breaking my uh, New Year's goal by doing that as well. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I'm off to a bad start, man. Seven layer dip. Right well, up. I mean. Yeah. 
Maybe nobody heard because of the internet yeah. went out anyway, so nobody knows that's your goal. Yeah, that's a, uh, Maybe right when you said that goal, that's when the spectrum went out. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 the world stopped for a moment. No one knows that my goal was to eat healthier, but the seven-layer dip was delicious. I got two goals. I'm having, I'm having a rough start on my health goal. Uh, and, uh, you know, one of my goals was to go to a concert at Red Rocks. So the next day after we recorded that, I, I went online to Red Rocks and I pulled up their schedule for the year because they've already got all their concerts mapped out for a year. And there is not one concert I want to go to in 2023. Right. Now, granted, as the year progresses, more artists will add in shows. All right. But the problem with those shows is they're more last minute. Like it'll be like, hey, guess what we're playing next week? Red Rocks. I'm like, crap, I got to get tick plane tickets. I got to get like, that was how that Wu-Tang with the Colorado Symphony was. It was like, they announced it like a few weeks before it was actually going to happen. And I was scrambling to try to make it happen. So I was a little disappointed to pull up the Red Rocks calendar. And I was like, fuck, not one concert I want to go to. Like Sublime with Rome was the closest one with Bone Thugs and Harmony. And I'm like, I'm not flying for Sublime with Rome. Yeah, but remember when Jelly Roll played Red yeah. Rocks? He yeah. announced that shit in like March and it was in October. Right. So like right now it would not be on the schedule. But, yeah, it's you know, not so yet. Yeah, something, something like that. They, you know? I, that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm hoping is going to happen. Because as of right now, there's nothing on the slate. So as of right now, that's a goal that won't be accomplished if, if this schedule doesn't change. Um, but yeah, man, so a couple of my goals are off to a, a bit of a rocky start. Did you get any feedback from anybody on that goals episode? Anybody reach out to you with their goals or talk with you about anything? Just out of, uh, just out of curiosity, I was wondering. I didn't hear anything on my end. Uh, and I know that's always a big a big thing for people every year is to set goals in motion. I know this is this is when the gyms make all their money, you know, and get everybody signed on and everybody gets real motivated for like two or three weeks and then things change very quickly. So I was just know, wondering if you've heard anything. Uh, I'll tell you what, man, it's it's been hard to remember because there's a lot this has been a very active and busy and overwhelming January. Yes. To put it mildly. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when yeah. you talk about, you know, the weather and, you know, getting coming off of the holidays and the sicknesses going around. Yeah. And, and, you know, like for me, you know, the playoffs and the 49ers and there's a lot of stuff going on. And, and you know, our, you know, those uh, the beam team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sacramento Kings. They're doing their thing right now. They're out there, man. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the motherfucking beam. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Incredible, man. I mean, just got another dub last night. Yeah. Took down the, the thunder of Oklahoma City because there is some thunder in Oklahoma City. There is. There is some. Yeah, yeah. And they got the uh, they got the old 76ers tonight. Kings currently 26 and 18. That's eight games over 500. And I know what you're sitting there asking me, sir. Yeah. Where are the Kings in the playoff standings? Yes. That would make them third in the West. Nice. Yeah, so. And that's still not a sleeper of, division. The oh, West no, is tough. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. 26 and 18, they would be, uh, actually, they would be uh, fourth in the East right now. Nice. There's some good, some good teams in the East, too, so. Okay. But, they're you know, they're out there doing that, their, their thing, man, so. Absolutely, 100%. Like, I, I was so stoked when I got to go to the game. Uh that I'm I'm ready to go to another one now. Like they're just really this this young squad is incredibly exciting to watch. The energy's there, and uh, like I said uh, a couple weeks, couple episodes back, man, it was just it felt like the old Arco Arena, the Golden One Center for me. That was the first time I felt the noise meter, and it felt like the crowd was just going to shake the rafters off. They were so hyped up. It felt like the old Sacramento Kings fans right, right. that made other teams not want to come to Sacramento, you know, that made teams call us just a cow town, and here came the cowbells, and dude, it's, it's just that, that energy's there again, and it was so fucking exciting, man, and I, I can't wait to go back, and it, it's been a long time since I've said that, like... I haven't really been, you know, I, I like going to Kings games. They're fun, but I haven't had that feeling from a Kings squad in, in a long time. So it was, it's dope, man. And I, I can't wait. I hate that because I'm ride or die for my team. But that being said, it sure is much more easy to get excited and pay attention when they're winning. You know, I, I hate to say that. Oh, 100%. When they're in the basement and in the gutter and they're not doing much and there isn't much to get excited for, I... 
you know, I'm not lining up to buy tickets for the games. I hate to say that because I am a ride or die. I will always be a Kings fan. Whether they're in last place, whether they're in first place, whether they're in the playoffs, no matter what they are doing, I will be a Kings fan. But I'll be honest, man, I have pretty much been checked out for the last, I don't know, 10 years like since i cut the cord on cable like i really haven't paid attention unless you offer me a ticket to a game i don't go to a game and you know some people may be like well that's you're a fair weather fan and i'm like nah but i'm i'm always rocking my king's gear i always support i'll never jump bandwagon to another team just because they're winning but it is just not as exciting to pay attention or sit down and watch a game to watch them get their asses handed to them i'm sorry it's just not like exciting like i hate to say that but it is what it is man i can't change it and i'm an a's fan too but it's the same deal like i couldn't even tell you what's going on with the a's but i don't want to watch them get stomped i don't want to sit for three hours and get up and go well a lot of glad are, i watched that a lot of those are different things too when you think about it like you know we and i don't want to dig too much into the sports right now we're getting off track which is a 209 to infinity staple it's what we do baby um but like the a's is a little different to me because it's not that even if they're they're winning or losing like the A's is like it's hard to invest in that team because they don't even invest in themselves absolutely they're basically a farm team to trade out and get more prospects and for sure anybody that's good so you, you know you can't buy jerseys you can't fall in love with guys you know what I mean like think yeah, about but, think about you, you you cross the bay right like Buster Posey Brandon Crawford those yeah. kind of got Barry Bond yeah like, you know there's all these guys like the, the heyday of the A's, you had your Ricky Henderson, your Terry Steinbox, your Car Carney Lansford, your Consecos, your Maguires, you know, all these guys, Dave Stewart, you know, what I mean? yeah, yeah. all of these guys that were like, you could, you would be happy and proud to throw that jersey on. Right. Right. Like, who's somebody from the last five years that you could say was, you can't. No. Because they're on no. other teams. Yeah, absolutely. Josh no. Donaldson. Yeah, no, go He's on. Been, yeah, I mean, you yeah. know what I mean? So. Yeah, and that's the thing. Whoever's running the front office and making the decisions is... You know, when you talk about the Ricky Henderson, Mark McGuire, Jose Canseco era, clearly whoever was the management at that time and running the front office was willing to spend some money to keep some guys around. And those are jerseys that will forever, even though, yeah, absolutely, Mark McGuire did end up going to the Cardinals. But, you know, you could still go get a Mark McGuire Oakland A's jersey. And if you rocked a throwback A's jersey with McGuire's number and name on it, nobody'd fault you for it. But yeah, if I if I went and bought a discount Donaldson jersey, people would be like, "What the fuck are you doing, man? Like, it looks stupid." Like, I can't tell you how many A's jerseys I've seen at the thrift store, like really nice jerseys, and I'm like, "Damn, what's this doing here? This is a real quality, legit jersey." Because it's some dude who played for a season and he's gone, like you know, and nobody wants to rock it anymore. I've, there's been like literally four or five times I've seen nice A's jerseys with some dude who played two or three seasons and he's out the door. But you're absolutely right. That makes it even more difficult to fall in love because it's frustrating that they're doing that to themselves. They're imploding from within and damaging themselves. And it feels like they're just doing it so they can get the fuck out of Oakland and go get a new stadium somewhere. And it's it's sad, man, because Oakland needs something. And uh, they just need to sit back, grab a nice cord Coors original. They do. And chill out, man. Figure it out. Figure talk, it out. Talk it out. Talk it out, man. Sit down over a course and figure out a what course. it's going to take. Because if they sunk, let, let's say they did decide. All right, let's let's we got a good squad. Let's sink some money into it. Let's keep these guys. Let's make a playoff run. Then maybe people start getting their uh, confidence back in the team and they start showing up and selling tickets again. That empty arena is empty for a fucking reason. Like they don't have any faith in the in the in the in the office that's running that team. Like. It used to fill up. They didn't used to have a problem selling out that that Oakland Coliseum. They do now. Right. Anyway, you're right. We got off on a tangent, man. I want to talk about you. Hey, hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Breaking news. Uh-huh. That's right. There is some breaking news. I'm getting real tired. Yeah. Of people being terrible drivers absolutely yes yes let me just say man i am so glad first look before we get into the story i'm glad to be here today one of the reasons why we didn't even think we were going to get this in today is for the story that you're about to tell and i just want to say man first and foremost i'm glad you're okay i'm glad you're safe i'm glad you're healthy cars can be replaced cars can be fixed but the human body is a little bit tougher especially at our age so I'm really happy to see you here healthy and feeling good, man, and that we're able to do this. So 
Uh, yeah, man, you got a story to tell about your travels uh, for work, and I'm mm. I'm here to listen. Drop. Let's do it. Let's hear it. Here's a little story I've got to tell. Uh huh. About me. Yes. Yeah. About Savage hey. O'Malley, who you know so well. He took a little trip to the ATL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you went to Atlanta for work, and uh, and what happened? Hood, so what the hell? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So uh, as uh, documented on the uh, Two Hundred Nine to Infinity podcast, I've been doing traveling for work, you know, for a year now, and. Uh, since oh, almost a year, I think my first trip was in uh, April of last year, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know I go to Alabama and I fly into Atlanta, I drive to Alabama, then now I've got a kid in Tampa, so that's been added onto that trip. Um, so uh, Thursday I had my monthly trip out there and uh, flew in and got my car and was uh, you know I, it was funny there was a a. a I get my car and I go up to the counter and I give my reservation and my name and all this stuff and mm-hmm. and they go the lady's like um, do you want a free upgrade I was like sure she's like alright because they had booked me an economy they put me into a compact and then uh, I you, you get your rental card and you walk around and you walk over to the you know the area where the cars are at and there's right. somebody to greet you there and I hand him my envelope and he looks he's like okay how would you, would you do you want a free upgrade today and i was like uh sure yeah so he's like all right go over there and see that guy right there so he sends me over to a different lane of cars and the guy i walk up and a guy goes he's like okay hey uh he's he's he sent you over here i said yeah he's like you want a free upgrade and i go well he just asked me if i wanted one and then sent me to you and he's like you want another one i was like i guess yeah <laughs> i was like one more counter from walking away out of that place in the lambo yeah 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 you, know, you were right? <laughs> so i end up going from an economy to i end up in this like jeep cherokee which is nice it's got leather seats it's right it's a nice car and know. did they tell you what was their reasoning for giving you an upgrade <laughs> well they- i look well, i was paying attention and i think is the the compacts and the economies are the cheapest cars uh-huh. so they book faster uh, so i think they probably don't have as many in so like they offer a free upgrade because they don't have the cars and you got know, you okay so stuff. they're they're more it's a more of a they're trying to seem nice but they're covering their own ass I think basically it's probably a little bit of that for yeah sure. yeah okay got you i was curious because i've actually had that happen to me before and i always wonder why are they so quick to give me free shit don't they want to make money like what's up with that and so i think it's that or they have you know some things coming in or they've somebody you know they're not just like yeah i don't care take a freaking ferrari i don't care well i know the rental market is really tight because during covid the cars weren't shipping so a lot of rental car companies sold their cars to use car lots because people also weren't renting cars they weren't going anywhere they weren't traveling so there was a real shortage of used cars and then which flipped to rental cars because when i went to colorado it was hard as hell to book a rental car for those two three days and basically all i needed it for was to get to and from the airport and my rental car was more expensive than my round trip airfare from SAC to, to Colorado. Right. I paid 400 plus for a rental car for like three days. It was insane, dude. But anyway, so you got a free upgrade. So, so you Jeep know, Cherokee. I drive out there and uh, I leave Atlanta, go do my thing. And then uh, I go back to my hotel and I'm doing my thing and go to sleep and get dinner and everything's normal. Next morning I get up and uh, Here's a little caveat, which I think is very interesting when you think about the whole scheme of things. Mm-hmm. I put in the GPS, right, to go back to where I'm going. Mm-hmm. And you're going back to the ha- to the airport, but then there's also, like, where the rental car center is, mm-hmm. is not connected. It's connected to the airport, but it's not next to it. So you have to, like, take a tram. Right. So I put it in there, and then as I put in the, the airport, like, directions to the car center come. So I click those. And uh, I'm driving there, and I go, and I fill up the car, and it, for whatever reason, and this, I guess, is my fault, I guess, but it sent me to this location that wasn't the airport. Oh, okay. Like, somebody had made, like, this thing and put it as this scent. It was in the middle of nowhere. Oh, shit. So I was, like, 15 miles away, and I was like, oh, my God, be kidding me, dude. I should just put the airport. Whatever. Lesson learned. So anyway, I'm on this different road, which is fine, and I'm driving, and I'm driving to the airport to turn the car in. I'm literally like 1.2 mile away from the airport i'm coming down a hill and uh 45 miles an hour not Mm -hmm. flying or anything it's not a freeway right and uh i'm coming down to an intersection 
an intersection is green, and then um, coming towards me, the it's like a blinking yellow light. So it's basically a yield mm-hmm. when the light's green. So right. go straight was green, blinking yellow, green, right? Right. So I'm coming down into the intersection. There's like a like a red delivery truck, like you know, like a like a U-Haul truck, right? But like for a business, yeah, yeah, like a bread truck or something like that. And it turns left in front of me. Plenty of time to clear the intersection. I'm coming down the hill, right? Not a problem. He's yielding. It's okay. And the car behind him, as I'm coming into the intersection, goes to oh shit, right in front of me. Yeah, I'm going 45, 50 miles an hour, whatever, right? And I have no choice. Like I'm gonna smash him. Yeah. So I blast him, and. You know, I brace for impact, airbags go off, smash. I feel myself fall on the side. I, I turn, flip over onto the door, uh-huh. and then it turns upside down. Mm. So I'm hanging there, mm-hmm. upside down, like you said, like a movie. Yeah, yeah. Stra- held up by my seatbelt. Right. There's smoke, glass. Smells like if you've ever had airbag deploy, you know that smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My sweatshirt still smells like that. Right. And then like you're kind of getting your bearings like what the fuck? Yeah. Right. And I'm looking around. I see my stuff. I'm like and then all of a sudden you hear yelling and screaming and then So I'm like the guy's I, this guy comes up and he's like yo, come on, come on. Like this thing's about to catch fire and I was like, "Oh shit." Right? So I like toss my I grab my I, I can't get out. I'm like and I'm like reaching back underneath try to unhook my seatbelt and I do it and then I f- drop to the ground sure yeah because I'm upside down yeah and I grab my backpack and I grab my my suitcase and I I see my wallet and I see my whatever else in there and I'm trying to get out but I'm at a weird angle and I'm trying to get out and I'm all yeah yeah you know discombobulated discombobulated I'm shocked I've got yeah, adrenaline yeah, yeah. running through me and I can't get around he's like come on come on come on right and I, so I hand my throw my stuff out and he grabs it and I finally get out and like I'm okay yeah like, nothing's broken nothing's anything like that right and then like i look and it's not on fire you know just like when you get an accident like steam comes up and all that stuff that's all that was going on it was fine but you know better safe than sorry right and i get out and luckily for me like this guy uh gentleman uh was like are you okay dude like i was like did you see that he's like yeah dude that bike pulled right out in front of you 100 like that guy and i was like okay and like so the guy that hit that i hit that pulled out in front of me spanish guy very poor English. Mm. He's yelling at me. It was my fault. You came in front of me. You, you blaming me, whatever. Right. So then like literally within 30, 60 seconds, there's fire police. Right. Everybody's there. Like just collapsed on it. It was very fast, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and luckily for me, I mean, not that, you know, I had that witness. Yeah, he was there. I got super his helpful. And I got his phone number. Yeah, you know, and I told them, and they're like, "What happened?" And I was like, "Just exactly what I explained." And I was like, "And and and I and here's what I think happened," because I've caught myself doing this sometimes. You know, I'm, I'm I usually am paying attention, but like, I think it happens. Like, there's distracted driving everywhere. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, it's it's there's, more now probably, than ever. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. There was distracted driving in the 70s. Yeah, right. Mostly because people are probably drinking in their car, but yeah, <laughs> and trying to find the right eight track. Right. Yeah, it, yeah. But I mean, there's always been distracted driving, but I feel like it's way worse now. Oh, absolutely. And so anyway, I think what happened was this dude was sitting in the left-hand turn lane, wasn't paying attention, saw the truck go in front of him, so he assumed he had a green light. Yeah. And he just followed. Right. Wasn't paying attention. Right. Right. Smash. Boom. Smash. Hit him. Right. So. Anyway, cops come. They're like, go to the hospital, go to the hospital. I'm like, I'm fine. Like, I know my body. And they're like, oh, you're in shock. Da, da, da. I'm like, doing a systems check. You know, I've been in accidents before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he takes my vitals. He checks my my air, my O2. I check out. He's like, I encourage you to go to the hospital, but if you're okay, you're okay. Right? And now I'm like processing in my head, dude. Like, it's just, you know, accidents suck. Yeah. And I'm at work and I, now what do I do? Cause this is a work piece. Who do I call? What happens now? Like now at this point, like I'm done. I just want to come home. Right. Like I'm not, I don't, they're like, so I call in and they're like, Hey, do you, do you want me to reschedule the Tampa? I'm like, no, I'm coming home. I'll yeah. Talk to my kid on the phone. I'll figure that shit out. You know, and, I, and I'm, and I'm, I'm telling them, Hey, I was in an accident. They probably just think I was in a fender bender or something like that. They don't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Know, yeah. Which it, 
it wasn't a fender bender. It was no. worse than that. Yeah, absolutely. But like, also, I wasn't hurt. It was, you know, I probably could have gone on if I needed to, but I would be stupid. So anyway, you know, sitting there, I'm talking to the fire department. Everyone's asking me questions. They're like, you know, all these things. And uh, there's, there was a cop that was the first on the scene. And he was, uh, I don't know if he was, he was younger. And then like another person came that was like an older cop. And uh, she was very, um, very stereotypical African-American TV female cop. Really? Very, okay. uh, very like point to the brain. Like, like almost Queen Latifah-ish. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. It's not very personable. Not like, hey, are you okay? Are you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, what happened? Where was he? Where's your address? Where's your ID? And I'm like, all right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, and she's like, which car were you in? You know? And like, it's fine. She wasn't mean. It was just. She was just trying yeah, to get her job done. The other get dude was it. like, are you okay, man? Like, what happened? Tell me what's going on. Like, you know, treat yeah, me yeah, like yeah. a person. And uh, so anyway, do all that. And, and then like, it's just, you know, the biggest thing to me is like, it's just, it's just a fucking headache, dude, that I don't want to deal with. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, already working. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> and now, because I know there's going to be some probably paperwork and stuff I have to do because I was in an accident while I was working, even right. if it wasn't my fault. Right. So I'm going to have to do that. And, and then like, I'm sure there's going to be some arguments and fights about fault and mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. it's gonna turn into this thing and it's just i just it's just a pain in the butt man yeah because that guy that hit you he was sticking to a story right he's sticking yeah, to but the fact i mean that it was like I, I talked to the officer when i was like so 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 here's a couple things that have, that I, that happened yesterday that i've never had happened in my life and uh, i'll be honest with you here's a couple things i hope will never happen again in my life yes <laughs> uh one is uh in a car upside down hanging by a seatbelt. Right. So I hope that doesn't ever happen. With somebody anymore. hollering, get out, this thing's going to catch fire. Yeah, yeah. That is straight up action movie. Right. Like, <laughs> like, that, that's like, and, and, and it, like, you're not joking. I mean, you're joking when you say that in a way, but also like, it was totally true. Like, I was like, it was just like in a movie, like you get the, you get the idea and the, and the, and the grasp that this character you're watching is trying to get his bearings. He doesn't know what's going yeah. on and he's trapped and. He reaches back and he unclips the seatbelt, then he falls to the ground. And yes. He's like, Fuck. Right. Like yeah. that's exactly what happened, and it was all in like slow mo. Yeah. You know. So um, the only thing that could have made it more movieish is if, as you got out and were running from the car, it exploded and you looked really cool with the flames behind you, and you know that's that's the only part that was I'm, missing. As I'm running from the <laughs> yeah. car, a random baby stroller gets yeah. to him. And I'm like, come with me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and you jump yeah and the and the you know the the uh, the the blast from the flames of the explosion has your hair blowing in the wind and your clothes are, yeah dude that's the only thing that was missing but crazy dude crazy so, so that's uh that's one thing i hope it never happens and right. the other thing that i hope never happens again is i was in the back seat of a police car yeah oh okay because um uh, the cop gave me a car a ride back to the mm. airport okay and uh <laughs> it's funny I got in the car and he put me in and then I was like, oh, I should take a picture of the the light because it was like blinking, like yellow, you know? Uh -huh. And I was like, I went and, I went, and I went and I was like, oh, there's no handle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they don't, they don't yeah. have a handle for the for They the don't criminals. want you getting out. And I was like, sir, can I get out real quick? I'm sorry. And he's like, yeah, yeah, hold on. And he comes out and lets me on. I took a picture. I was like, I just want to take a picture of the street light in this case my insurance wants that too. He's like, oh, good idea. And I was like, I forgot these things don't have handles. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so, anyway, he uh, when I when I got in the car and he was taking me back to the airport, I was like, man, that guy didn't really seem like he knew what was going on. He's like, yeah, he didn't. I don't. And I was like, he, I don't, I don't think he understood the rules. Like, that guy, it was green. Green. I was like, I talked to the witness. Like, that's. He's like, yeah, yeah. He was 100 percent at fault. Like, yeah, 100. Like, that's not in question. So that made me feel good because you know you start to self doubt and all that stuff. Sure. Time sure. Wrong, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, I know he was at fault, 100%. Uh, so, um, anyway, the uh, so that happened, and then I go back to the hotel. I meant not to the hotel. To he takes me to the rental car place, and I walk up to the counter, and I'm like, "Here's your keys." Yeah. Uh, car got. I was in an accident. Guy pulled out in front of me. The uh, cops and ambulances. They took the car. He's like, "Who towed it?" I'm like, "I have no idea, man." It was like all a blur, like you know. And I'm not from here. I'm from California, so I have no idea who towed it. The cops called them in. And I go, but here's the officer's name, her card, the police, the case number, 
his name and his insurance. Right. And I gave him all that information. And he goes, okay, cool, man, thanks. You know. And then so at this point, I've also called my job and I'm like, hey, I was in an accident. Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I think so. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to Tampa. Give me a ride back home. Like, I'm done. And uh, so they get me on a flight and, uh, you know, I'm still, you know, if you've been in an accident before, you still, you know, you're jittery and yeah. adrenaline's running through yeah. you and you're like, your body's in fight or flight mode and all of those things are going on. And I'm like, you know, I'm talking to people and like everyone, you know, obviously is worried. Are you okay? Like, oh, and then you see the picture. Like if I tell you I'm in an accident, you're like, oh man, that sucks. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you see that picture and you're like, holy shit, are yeah, you okay? Yeah, you sent me a picture of an upside down vehicle. You're like, you sent me two one of the other car and one of an upside down vehicle. And you were like, mine's the black one. And that was the upside down one. And I'm like, holy shit. That's exactly how I responded. Holy shit. I don't think I've, uh, not that I know of, I've never known of anyone who was in an accident and their car flipped upside down. Yeah. Like that's just, like I said, that's movie shit. That's not something that's supposed to happen in normal life. Right. Thank God. It's not supposed to, it right. shouldn't. We right. hope knock on wood, right. fingers crossed, whatever you got to do. It's something we all want to avoid right. for sure. And so, so I was sitting there and, uh, you know, I, I, I text, um, Oh, you nasty. And I said, you know what, man, I've been in two accidents in two and a half months. Yeah. Both of them were not my fault. Right. At all. Like zero fault. Yeah. And it's just annoying, dude. Like I'm so frustrated. Like I know it's an accident. I know that it happens, man. But like, I feel like I'm snake bitten right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the, and you the, got your new car because of an act it's been so long now because of an accident to your original car right yeah yeah i got in a, yeah, i got in an accident in my ultima in march of 2020 that's which right wasn't my fault but it technically was because we live in california right 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 right, right. i rear-ended the lady that slammed on her brakes for no reason right correct because she saw somebody starting to turn their blinker on so instead of braking she slammed on her brakes right so in california right. you're at fault clues. yeah so, that sucks right so that's three accidents since 2020 three pretty major accidents right. since 2020 right that's an accident a year dude that ain't good yeah, yeah. we want to we want to nip like, that trend right. in the bud and then like yeah. the one in november like i was literally sitting yeah at the stoplight to turn left yeah this lady came across the traffic just wasn't even looking at me rammed right into me yeah yeah yeah. i'm like come on jesus yeah right? and then this one traffic's normal right and then the guy the guy that i talked to that was the witness i got his name and his number like he was like dude i'm just i'm just i thought he killed you yeah like i, I thought you were dead like I, crazy so and then that you know here's the thing too is i was telling a couple people is that could have been so much worse yeah you if know, you were in an economy car oh yeah. yeah or on top of that just in general like i walked out of there fairly unscathed yeah i got, I got a couple little nicks and bruises and other than that i slept fine my back's a little sore you know i'm probably gonna go see a chiropractor i'm check it out but like that, as soon as impact happens it's like you're inside a marshmallow yeah which is the you know the beauty of airbags and seat belts and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you're in that accident 25 years ago, dude. Yeah. It's it's a different it's a different <laughs> ball game. Yeah. They say now because I I'm always like, like when I got my car totaled, my Nissan Versa was totaled. I hit a dude in like a truck from the 80s. Like my whole front end and was smashed. The the whole body was just jacked. The car was totaled. Airbag deployed. I look over at him. He's got a dent in his fender and, uh, and and a flat front tire. Well, look at that picture, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't it look like he just had? I just ran into his door. Yeah, yeah. Like, Absolutely, yeah. So, but they say, and I don't know how true it is. They say that they actually make the cars because I'm like these cars are just made of plastic now. But they say that it's actually better because there's more give. Like, so when you hit, and the car kind of collapses and crunches and and breaks up. It's better for you because you're 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 making an impact and there's more give and you're not being as jolted and jarred as hard. It's like when I hit that guy and all he got was a flat tire and a dented fender. Had it been reversed and he would have hit me that way in that car, it could have been a lot worse off what? for him. They're saying the science behind the way cars are designed now, they're meant to collapse and have more give and break down because it actually protects you more. I don't know exactly how that works. 
but that's what I've heard. I don't know because if the car doesn't break and it doesn't give, it's worse off for you in the long run, I guess. I, I don't know. That's just what somebody told me. But yeah, between your seatbelt and your airbag and whatever science they've got in the way they build these cars. But I remember with my Nissan Versa, it happened so quickly, but I felt like the airbag deployed like well after the impact though. Like I remember hitting and kind of going off to the side of the road and then hearing a pop, but it all happened so fast. I don't know. So like for you, when the airbag deployed, did you like actually hit it? Like I didn't even come close to mine and it seemed really small. Like, I don't know. I th I imagined it being bigger. No, I I think I did. And I, cause it, cause the door and then the window, right. You know, it just protects you from hitting anything. Yeah. And the seatbelt, you know, I was pretty secure. All I got was a steering wheel one and it went psh, pop. And I remember looking at it going, what the fuck was that going to do? Like it, it was really small. So I got seatbelt, I got window yeah. and then front glass you know like so like it was like like i couldn't even it was hard to reach in there and get my hat afterwards yeah 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 because you were you were in like a they upgraded you so yeah. you had all the bells and whistles no. see my my versa didn't have any of that shit all it had was the one that pops out of the steering wheel well you know it's funny to me is like for everything like i shouldn't have been on that road anyway yeah because of the gps took me in a weird right well also you, you throw that out thank god i was in that upgrade right yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So many different, you know, Absolutely. variables each another, you know, each way. So, you know, anyway, uh, you know, that was, that was, and I love my friends and the people that care about me because it's, it's very clear, you know, when something like this goes on, like, you know, you know, like everyone's like, oh, holy, you know, holy shit. Like, are you okay? And I've had multiple people reach out. How you feeling this morning? You know, and uh, so that's great. And I appreciate all that. And, you know, the thing is, is like when I went to bed last night, my back was sore, all that stuff. And got some stuff uh you know put some stuff on my back and just kind of cbd oil yeah uh, yeah you know and then some 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 pain stuff i took an ibuprofen and for the most part i woke up i felt good like the biggest thing for me that i didn't realize yesterday that i woke up with this morning you know what hurts the most no what my hands from gripping the steering wheel so. so tight i think yeah. so and yeah, it didn't man. feel like that yesterday but when after i slept and i finally relaxed yeah, yeah yeah i woke up this morning and i feel like my hands are just that that happened to me too i i braced for the impact because i saw it coming so i held on real tight to the steering wheel and i also my shoulders because i kept my arms really straight right. so when i hit i my shoulders jarred and my hands so yeah my hands hurt and my shoulders hurt from bracing for that impact like you i was only going about 40 some odd miles an hour but boy that impact oh it hurts when you hit yeah. yeah 45 miles an hour is yeah not that fast when you think about it yeah yeah but when you hit something at it like you like i saw like it, i don't know how many feet there is between crossing the intersection and that sky starting to go right right but i hit the brakes you're not stopping i slowed down a little bit but just enough to smash him right so when i think about it like i think it was just a weird angle mm -hmm. that, that i hit him which is why i turned right and maybe i don't know how it worked like like I didn't blast him at seventy-five miles an hour. No, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. You wouldn't think you would have flipped in, right, with something like that. Right, which is why I feel like I think I just kind of went, and then like maybe the momentum. Yeah. Plus, I had maybe one too many taco truck burritos for Christmas. <laughs> Tipped me a little bit more, you know. Who That's knows? That's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. yeah, it sure is. Thank you, Silvis. Yeah. That extra padding helped. Yes, absolutely. But yeah, man, that's a. Now, don't get me wrong. I might wake up tomorrow and feel like death. Yeah, sometimes there's that weird day in between for your body. Like, I, I just got back to working out because, as we talked about the goals, I'm trying to get back to it. Uh, you know, I, d I worked out two or uh, three days this week. And it was like the first day I worked out, the next day I felt great. But the day after, I was like, whoa, my whole body hurts. My legs, right, my right. ass, my shoulders, my heart. Yeah, so sometimes there is that gap day where you're like, I'm fine. And the next day you're like, uh-oh, no, I'm not. But I hope that's not the case, man. And again... Uh, I'm just glad to be here with you. I'm glad you're okay. That's an insane story. Uh, not the way you want to be welcome to Atlanta. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play and we crash our cars like every day. You know, that's not what we want, man. That's not how we do that. So We roll up them Cherokees. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. No, so... Yeah, I'm just glad you're here. Then that that's an insane story, dude. That's just like uh, <clears throat> well, crazy. Well, uh, I'll tell you what. This was... Uh, let's see. It's 11. Yeah, so it was... You know, we're over, we're over 24 hours from, you know, from that happening before. So. Yeah, that's nuts. Like I said, you're a trooper. I didn't know if we were going to be here again today. I, and, and rightfully so. I hit you up. I'm like, look, man, don't worry about the podcast. It'll wait. It's not going anywhere. We're 
we'll get it when we get it. Like you're more important than that, and yeah, I'm not gonna sweat that. Hey, buddy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Trip took a little bit of a turn. Yeah, yeah you did. That is exactly. I was like your exact wording. Yeah. No. Don't know how tomorrow's gonna look, but I'm yeah, keeping the loop. Yeah, and I'm like, that, dude, don't which worry is, about which it. Which is, which is maybe a little bit of the beauty of Savage. Yeah, absolutely. You know, hey, just pulled off a movie scene and a stunt role. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you know about tomorrow. Glass half full. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like it. Strength man. based. That's right. It's, I love it's, it. It's a, it's a product of who I am as a. As a professional and as a person. Absolutely. I dig it. I dig it. Uh, so anyway, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, I'm sure over the next uh, month or two, there'll be some updates Yeah. about uh, how the process is shook down, and hopefully it's uh, there's no negatives as far as you know any more body stuff and no excess drama with the rental car in the county and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Smooth sailing from here on out, fingers hoping, crossed. That's what I'm hoping. So. Yeah, that's what's up. Anyway, uh, we are here. We got a little bit of time left. You were going to talk about a TV show you're watching, and then I am going to talk about a TV show that I recently began watching during this uh, lovely uh, two-day trip I was on. Yeah, so I've been seeing a lot of clips. A lot of people are sharing clips and talking about that 90s show. Oh, not the clips from Virginia. No, the not group. the rap group, the clips. There, There's just been a ton of clips, a ton of reels, a ton of videos. Everyone has been talking about that 90s show. Uh, and you know, I, I'd like, were you a that 70s show watcher, like heavy? Uh, so when it was on TV regularly, I didn't watch it. Me either. But I watched a lot of the reruns. It was a very in syndication exactly. show. Exactly. I caught more of it in reruns when it was initially running I had a lot going on with work and with kids, and it wasn't a show that I followed, but I did catch it in reruns. But still, even in reruns, I wouldn't say I was a like loyal every week, sit down and watch. But uh, just over the years, you've come to those characters have become part of our lexicon. Like, I mean, Ashton Kutcher went on to do Punked, and Mila Kunis went on to be in like Forgetting Sarah Marshall and doing movies, and you had. Uh, Topher Grace, who was in the Spider-Man flicks, and did his, they all kind of went on and did their own things. Like, so these these actors have never kind of left our our mind state. So when these clips start coming up and they start promoting the that '90s show, I was like, oh, really? They're going back to the well, you know? My first thought was, boy, they can't do anything original anymore. Like, it's just, you know, they just got to keep churning up. Because I don't know if you remember after that '70s show, they tried a that '80s show. I don't know if you remember that completely different cast different people and it failed miserably miserably so when i heard they were doing that 90s show i was like oh here we go again but then i start seeing these clips and it's it's got the original mother and father Topher grace's character um his mom and dad red and kitty they're right, back right takes place in their home but it's with the next generation of kids so Topher Grace and his wife, uh, the, I can't remember her name, the tall redheaded girl. Yeah. Their kid is now unhappy. She they, they go to visit grandma and grandpa for the summer and she makes friends and she wants to stay. So that's the premise of the show is she's staying to spend the summer with Kit and uh, Red and Kitty. She's going to stay with them and spend the summer. And it's about her adventures with this new group of friends she meets. And it just turns out that one of the boys that she's got a crush on and that is in the group of friends is Ashton Kutcher's son, Ashton Kutcher's character's son. So it's about them kind of like building this relationship and her having experiences. You know, of course, it's it's the, it's that 90s show, which is based from that 70s show. So they're in the basement and they find some weed that was left over by the parents. So they're smoking weed and they're drinking and they're they're trying to go to concerts and there's a lot but dude i'll tell you right now it's genuinely funny i laughed consistently every episode i laughed there wasn't an episode where i didn't have two or three good laughs uh i like the new kids my biggest concern was okay the parents are just going to pop in for cameos and it's really going to be about these new kids which it is but the new kids are good they're funny they're likable i can watch them i enjoy them um, and it's an easy watch. The funny thing is it's it's a half hour situation comedy. Right. But without commercials, because it's on Netflix, every episode's only 20 minutes. So you get 10 episodes from Netflix. My wife and I sat down. I go, you want to check this out? Yeah, let's check it out. Next thing I knew, we burned through four episodes. Like it was nothing. And I'm like, it's 10 o'clock. We got to go to bed. Like, let's shut this off. Let's. 
I could have easily probably burned through another two or three. Like we at least burned through four or five. Easy watch, very funny, very entertaining. Uh, I highly recommend that 90s show. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I was surprised because I was like, I don't want to watch a bunch of punk ass young kids like doing that. You know, I don't want to watch Stranger Things. Like, I don't. I don't watch. Normally, I'm not into teen teeny bopper kid stuff. But right. yeah, no, nah, this shit was funny, man, and and I really enjoyed it. And it's definitely worth checking out for sure. Absolutely. I give it the 209 cosine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was watching a show. All right. What were you watching? On Netflix. Okay. Something that I brought up before. Um, I had found out that uh, before I even started watching it, that it had been canceled. So it was only one season. Okay. But I thought, you know what? I wanted to watch it in the first place. So let me dig into it. What better place than an airplane? Uh-huh. Right. As you said, Netflix show. Yeah. 20 minutes, 22 minutes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something so like that. You can, yeah. you know, you're flying through the ATL, you know, it's yeah, a yeah, four yeah. hour plus. You could grind through almost a full season if you're dedicated and on it. Uh, so I watched Blockbuster. I started that. And, uh, you know, that's the show with Randall Park. Yeah. Uh, Melissa Fumet, Randall Park, of course. Uh, from um, the Crazy Asians. Yeah, Rich Crazy Rich Asians. Crazy He's Asian. also the guy who interviews The Rock in the Young Rock yeah. show. Um, yeah. Melissa Fumero, who is uh, Amy from uh, Amy Santiago from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Right. Uh, JB Smoove is in there. Right. A um, couple other guys are in there. Anyway, uh, I got through nine episodes. I haven't watched the, the last one. There's one more episode. Uh, but I, you know what? It's, it's a... I enjoyed it. It was funny. So it, they officially canceled that yeah, one, though. Yeah, canceled. I, I can tell you, I got through three or four, and I shut it down, and I was like, I wanted more, because it's about the last blockbuster. I kind of wanted more humor about how renting movies is outdated and more jokes about old movies and what their favorite movies were. And there really wasn't, at least not in the three or four episodes I watched, I thought there'd be more references to like outdated culture and 90s culture and like and movies and stuff and it really became just your typical for me it became your typical like here's a guy who likes a girl and the girl kind of likes him but she's got somebody else and she can't tell that the guy she's with is a total asshole but she's going to try to stick it out with him um and neither one you know they should be together like that's what it kind of looked like it was becoming and so i shut it down and didn't go back after three or four i wanted to be more about blockbuster and movies and jokes about what it was like to work in the last video store on earth and it really became more about this guy and this girl like trying to have a relationship and i wasn't feeling it but like i said maybe it got better so uh there was definitely a lot of that i don't know at what point you stopped watching but there's certainly a lot of that uh, did you get to the Halloween episode? I don't think so. Okay. So anyway, uh, there was a lot of that, uh, but there was certainly some of the things that you were talking about with uh, that kind of, you know, it's pretty standard sitcom formula. Right. Um, that was my problem. Yeah. Really. And, uh, but it was entertaining for me. I was, I enjoy the characters. I like Randall Park. I like Melissa Flamero. JB Smooth is funny. Uh, there's another dude in there named Tyler Alvarez who was playing Carlos. He was pretty good. Uh, Connie was funny. She's Olga Meredith. Uh, but it, it was funny. I enjoyed it. It's uh, it's an easy watch. Yeah. Uh, it's not something where you have to like. I, I think that's one of the things that I like about shows like this is we watch a lot of stuff. Yeah. Where you really got to pay attention. Right. And that shit's tiring sometimes. Yeah. You can check out on a show like that 90s show or like the last blockbuster. If you get up and go grab a drink from the fridge right, right. or go run to check on your laundry and come back, you're good. Yeah. And yeah. It's, very similar, <laughs> yeah. it's very similar to, and we talked about this. It's the, light. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like this in the, uh, in the music aspect too. Like we talk about the differences between the East Coast and the West Coast, right? Like East Coast, like, like you were just talking about the Red Man thing earlier yeah. off air. Like. It's got a very West Coast sounding beat. You can just kind of ride and roll to it. Right. You know what I mean? And I do that a lot with West Coast stuff where I don't even hear the lyrics. Right. I'm just going. You're cruising. Right. Yeah. You don't really do that with East Coast music. No. That much. That's not That's not what the East yeah, Coast music is Yeah, try to put about. Slam Bionics on and just go for a nice drive. Yeah. Man, <laughs> Man this... PCH Highway One is beautiful. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Let the boys be boys. Slam. Da, da, da. Look da, at da, that. Da, da. Da, 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 da. Slam. Da, da, da. Yeah. I'm a b-boy standing in my b-boy stand. So give me the microphones before I bust in my pants. The Mac author of English language polluted. Onyx is heavyweight and still undisputed. 
Hey, did you know they're they're coming to Ace of Spades? Onyx. Yeah. It's sticky fingers. It's sticky fingers and Fredro no, Star. Fingers. Yes. Excuse me. And Fredro Capital Star. Z. That's it. Just the two guys. <laughs> and they're still calling themselves Onyx. It's like that version of the Far Side we saw, where two of the guys were missing. They're like, "Ladies and gentlemen, the Far Side." I'm like, "Where's the other two? Well, they're still Fredro and Sticky Fingers, who are the two best MCs of the group. I mean, they're the. They're, but Onyx used to be like five or six guys. Ask me about algebra. Yeah, how about what about algebra? I don't know anything about it. I don't remember shit. Yeah. But I remember a fucking Sticky Fingers slam fucking verse. Oh. Sticky Fingers was the Busta Rhymes of Onyx. He always went last, and you always knew he was going to have the best verse. Uh, but it was like, Big DS, I put a hole in your chest. There was a couple other guys in the group. I want to say there was five altogether. Well, they're down to two, and they're coming to... Uh, it's funny that we brought up Onyx. They're coming to um, Ace of Spades with R.A. the Rugged Man. And I'm just like... Really, Onyx, you can't get it together and get the other three guys back. Like, kiss and makeup. I feel the same way about that far side shit. We saw the far side open for Wu Tang Clan at a packed, packed Shoreline Amphitheater. And you're telling me for a show like that, you guys can't kiss and make up for a for a half hour for a gig? Get the fuck out of here, man. Like, I don't like I don't like that. Don't call yourself Onyx. You should call yourself Fred Rowe and Sticky or something else. Like, don't call it Onyx just to get people. You know how many people are going to show up to that show looking for Onyx and be like, who are these two fucking guys? Let me just say something. Do you know how much merch you would sell if you called yourself Sticky Freddy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sticky Fred. I like it, dude. Sticky Freddy. You would blow up the merch game. Because I had somebody hit me up like, do you see Onyx is coming to Ace of Spades? And I go, yeah, but there's only two of them. And then he, there was a pause. And he came back. Oh, shit, you're right. I see that now. But still, could be a good show. But do you know how many people are going to show up not paying attention to that flyer? They just see Onyx and the Mad Face logo. And they're going to show up to Ace of Spades, and they're going to be like, what the fuck? Where's Onyx? Like, it's kind of misleading. It's not very cool. I don't appreciate it. But anyway, um, yeah, like, to get back to it, they're light. You're absolutely right. They're light watches. Light Entertainment, both, I would say, that 90s show. And I did watch three, I think I got through three or four episodes of the last blockbuster. It's it's like the shows we grew up on. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Facts of Life, Family Ties, The Cosby Show. You know, they're like, they're like just fun 20-minute situation comedies without commercials. And another one I started watching that took, sometimes you got to give a show some time. Three or four episodes in, it got good. Was I've started Lopez versus Lopez, the new George Lopez oh, yeah. show. Have you watched any no, of that? No, I wanted to. I always liked George Lopez. It's a slow burn. Give it some time to get used to the new characters and the format, but it's his actual real daughter, Mayan Lopez, who's co-starring with him in the show, and it's loosely based on their life because I guess because he was going out on the road and doing stand-up comedy, him and his mom got divorced. He wasn't in his daughter's life very much. So now they're rekindling their relationship. Well, that's what this show's about. He's not playing himself, but his he's a dad who who they divorced the mom. Um, and now he's coming back to try to rekindle his relationship with his daughter in the show as well. Right. So, uh, yeah, man, give it a few episodes. It's got the little boy, uh, Mayan Lopez's son in the show, is the little um, cute Hispanic kid who does the amazing TikTok videos. And I can't remember his name now. Yeah, yeah, his dad's sick, I think. Yeah, his dad's got cancer. But him and his dad used to do all the videos oh, together. that's how they got famous. Yeah, he, they, I've seen them on ads for like, they got so big on TikTok, they were doing like print ads for like Denny's. For like, look, that's the dude from TikTok. He's in a Denny's ad. Like, yeah, what the hell? Yeah. The kid got is so good in the show. He's really cute, super funny. So... Worth a watch. If you like those, check out Blockbuster. If you've seen Blockbuster, let us know what you think. Check out that 90s show. Same thing. If you've seen it, let us know what you think. Hit us up. Is there another show out there that we haven't seen in the Netflix easy watch realm that you want to recommend? Let mm -hmm. us know. I'd like to hear. Uh, your boy Savage still here. Yes. Still alive. Live and kicking, yeah, breathing. And breathing. Taking down Christmas. Ain't no stopping Savage. Oh, no, no. That's no. right. Well, yeah. let, let me just let me just read a quote for you real quick. Can't stop him. Your only hope is to contain him. Let me just tell you this. Uh, He's going to his phone. Yeah, I, I got it. This is a direct quote from my son. We don't have video. He's going to his phone to pull up a quote. Just want to let everybody know what's happening here. I'm going to narrate. He's pulling up the phone. Preparing yeah. to read. So... He's gearing up. He's finding it. It's emotional. He's they said... My son said, "Here we go." I knew, I knew, I knew my pops was all right. Nothing can bring my pop down, pops down, except for a paper cut. 
<laughs> is that a paper cut, huh? Yeah. Dude, why this paper cut one time? Yeah. Like, li- literally. <laughs> a thousand times more painful than the accident yesterday. Right, right, right. Like, I don't know how, what it hit, but it had must be like, the ultimate nerve center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My shit was throbbing for days. Yeah. Like, I couldn't get it to stop throbbing. It was, like, the worst. But I thought, I got, you know, take me now. Yeah. Take me now. I'm done. <laughs> So if you got your choice between being in an SUV that smashes and flips or getting a paper cut, you're going I'm SUV. I'm just telling you. Yeah. That, 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 that's funny. <laughs> that, that shit was like 10 years old, yeah. but my son remembered it. Yeah. And then it like brought back some trauma about that paper cut because I like I could feel my heartbeat in my fucking finger. So was this regular paper? Was this an envelope? I don't was know, cons- dude. It was Was it construction paper? Cardstock? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, dude. <laughs> That's I think awesome. I picked up a piece of paper that had been laced with cocaine. Yeah, okay. And it went right into my nerve center. Oh, shit. Yeah, all right. Anyway, so check yeah. those out. Let us know what you think. I also watched a movie on Netflix that I'm a huge fan for and I'm going to champion for next episode. So we're going to get into okay. that. We're also going to talk about, uh, I'm sorry, but we're going to get into uh, uh, a little something. And it's not going to be super uplifting, but it's going to be important. So... Make sure you stay tuned for that. Yes. Bill's here. We're going to talk about it. Yes. He's looking at me like he doesn't know what we're talking about. I don't. <laughs> I, I forget. You and me met somewhere. We had lunch after. Oh, yes. You definitely got to address that. Absolutely. I, I apologize, so. man. It's, you're right. It has been a long few weeks. It's I'm been a telling crazy you, man, January. This, this, yeah. January, this is the longest January yes. of my life. We will touch on that next week. Yeah, so, that was very sad. Uh, do me a favor. Get us out of here, and we will talk to you guys next week. In the immortal words of my man George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there, have some fun, my people, and until the next time, we will see you in the 209. Stay safe, y'all. Peace.